0: Buckle up, bitches. This is shady small-town tea.
1: It's gonna be a bumpy ride.
0: Hi, I'm Kirk, the captain of this shit show.
1: And I'm his number one short shit tiff.
0: Gag Gag on on this.
1: This. Welcome back to another shit show with us. Today we got some really interesting topics, I feel.
0: I think so. It's not a shit show. It's a great show.
1: It's kind of a shit show. No.
0: No. The one we recorded the other day was a shit show.
1: Uh, That'll probably never
0: be released. I was gonna so. say
1: to never be released to the public. Yeah,
0: there may be like, I don't know, maybe three minutes of clips I can pull out of that fucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Besides that, Just I was listening it. to it
0: and I was like, oh my god, there's Is no way. Is it bad? I couldn't even. Oh, it's awful. That's great. Yeah. I think we should record use it and and
1: do other know, things. some
0: things. Eat gummy worms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, one thing I think we should really start on talking about today, just because we are in a small town, we should talk about living in a small town and mm-hmm. dealing with the bullshit that comes along with that.
0: Totally. And I have named this segment, Small Town Living Ain't for Sissies. Mm-hmm. And I can say that word, so fuck off.
1: <laughs> Wait, can I say that word? Nope, bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Learn something new. Wait, I call people a sissy all the time though. About- Wait, why is it a bad word?
0: Because it's derogatory towards effeminate males. Uh, That's what they call guys who are more girly. They call them sissies.
1: Well, then I guess I learned something new today. My bad, I guess. Bad,
0: bad word. But I can say it.
1: Okay. Well, that's going to be... Just like I
0: can say, fag. (laughs) Oh, oh. Even though that's a bad word. That's a bad word. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Moving on.
1: Let's start with, when you live in a small town, the rumors you're going to hear about yourself. Oh,
0: Christ. Yeah, so, I mean, I've come from big city to big city to medium city to now tiny-ass little town, and it is quite interesting that um, people, they think they know who the hell you are, and... If they don't know you, they make shit up. So it's like, you have to tell your story on anything before it gets out, or else the story is so fucking far-fetched. It's crazy. And, you know, in a, in a big city, you are a nobody. You can disappear, be nobody, be responsible for nothing except yourself, and nobody knows your shit. That is the complete polar opposite of a small town. And this isn't even that small of a town.
1: No, and that's what kills me. And you know, growing up here my entire life, you you would not believe how many rumors I've heard just about myself. (laughs) And some of them, like, I'm kind of like, oh my god, what did I do next? (laughs) Like, I want to know where this story ends, (laughs) because I don't recall any of that.
0: It's like a fucking crazy soap opera. These people are, I mean, people are just so fucking bored they make shit up.
1: Oh, I know. Well, I mean, there's been so many times, like, someone who's been a bartender, I've walk drunk people home, or I've driven drunk people home, have, you know, I'm trying to be nice, Mm -hmm. and God forbid if it is a male that walks out the door with me.
0: Oh, yeah, no shit, in a small town, you're fucking him, that's, that's a given, you might as well just put a sign in you, we're fucking.
1: (laughs) But you know, that's what crazes me, that's what kills me how crazy that can be, because it's just like... Okay. Well, how dare I? Don't get me wrong. Have I taken some people home? Yes, but some. <laughs> mind your business
0: It is now everyone's business. That's fair. You are doing a podcast. Yeah. It's everybody's business. Don't care <laughs> It's not
1: like I'm, t- I'm not saying I've taken every person home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I, this is why I try not to be a nice person anymore either because I'm so sick and tired of these rumors like hell Next thing you know, I'm going to be sleeping with, like, so-and-so's ex-husband twice.
0: Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, um, if there is, I mean, you cannot have a secret. If there is something that is going on, you have to get ahead of it, and you have to put your truth out there. Otherwise, so, there's going to be a story made, and that's what people are going to believe. The first thing they hear is what they're going to believe.
1: Oh, gotcha. And, I mean, it goes for saying that that's basically all this small town is. It's a uh, rumor mill. That's the word I'm mm-hmm. thinking of.
0: I mean, this is like, living in this small town is like high school for me. while well, growing up in Chicago with high school, I mean, my graduating, or my, the entire high school population was greater than this frickin' town's population.
1: That doesn't surprise me. I
0: mean, so, I mean, my high school had like 3,200 people in it, so... And my graduating class was like 700 and something. I mean, it's, I mean, it's crazy, because it's Chicago. I mean, you have schools that are huge, and you have large classrooms, or large... um, You know what I mean. Whatever, I can't fucking talk now.
1: Well, you know, and what kills me for that is, like, my class was considered a big class at, like, 73 people. You know, that was just huge for us. It was a huge class, but that happens. Sometimes I just wonder why... Why in small towns does it always have to come back to being a rumor?
0: Because there ain't nothing else to do. People would... Either they got something shady going on in their life, or they are just bored. They either have something shady in their life because they want to distract from their own shit, or they got no shit going on in their life, and they're bored, so they're going to, you know listen to the rumor mill and make shit up and then tell the story three different times three different ways it's so stupid
1: right well and you know what kills me especially with rumors is it always gets back to your family
0: too Mm -hmm.
1: growing up around here like my family would hear a rumor about me before (laughs) I heard the rumor about me
0: it's crazy shit and I mean and that's the thing too it's just like and people are like they think they can, like, say and do whatever they want. It's almost like they they feel empowered. It's almost like they're, it's almost like living a real-life social media environment. That's what it's like sometimes. It's really bizarre.
1: Well, and, you know, the families that have, like, basically been here since it's been founded, it's like... Okay, we get it. Your family's been here forever, but you're not the only family anymore, yeah. and you, this family needs to quit breeding with that family. Otherwise, <laughs> we're going to have a whole lot of more problems going on around here.
0: The inbreeding. <laughs> That's all this town
1: is. You're either part of this family, and you're somehow related to that family, mm-hmm. but it's okay because they're like your third cousin twice removed, so now it's okay if these two kids get married. Yeah. Like, it's just the same families over and over. hmm And that's annoying.
0: It is a little crazy, too, that, um, how much everyone knows who everybody is. And, and you know, somebody will say, oh, did you hear so-and-so, so-and-so, and it's like, um yeah no that's not that's not the story i know the story that's not the story well
1: my favorites when you you know like you're one of those people that actually witnessed what happened and someone's like well that's not what i was told well i watched it happen so well you're wrong okay
0: yeah that's the weird thing like um i guess the pandemic has slowed down the rumor mill to a certain point because people aren't out socializing as much but like I had somebody like a week ago stop me in the middle of the street and they stopped their car and, you know, we're like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they were talking about my divorce. And that was like, you know, eight, nine months ago to me. Right. So it's like I, I had no idea what they were talking about. But I, I mean, and that was the thing. I put my story out there. right away. I said, no, I, I said we were getting divorced to anybody and everybody Who was listening because i wanted it to be out there there's was was no drama no weird shit going on behind it it just happened that's it and there were no rumors i mean i've heard no weird back rumors about anything so
1: yeah and i haven't heard anything but you know it's great surprising yeah (laughs) but you know like when i was in that long-term relationship and we split you know everyone was like oh well i heard he did this with (laughs) so-and-so nope that's not what happened well, then, did you do it with so-and-so? Still not what happened. What are you, is, what? Well, we heard, you know, you and his best friend. His best friend is my cousin.
0: Creepy, creepy, creepy.
1: Like, come on, guys, let's think about this. Uh-huh. You know, and when it comes to, like, the whole living in a small town and everyone knows your family, everyone knows your business, mm-hmm. if you are soft-hearted and are easily offended, living around here, that is yeah, not for you. you. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Timid, you know, nice people should not live in a small town because sometimes they kind of destroy you. They're so mean sometimes.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Well, and like when I was a bartender, one of the bigger families in the town, you know, they're one of those families that they got the big name. They can do whatever they want, blah, blah, blah. Would literally throw stuff at me. I had shot glasses coming at my head, Ugh. you know, and they'd get shattered. And people would be like, you know, they'd always be like, you're going to cry? No, I'm not. I'm kind of more pissed no, off I'm gonna now. i jump over
0: this bar and punch you in the throat.
1: Right. But growing up in a small town, do you know how fast that would have got out of hand? If I punched someone with a big name <laughs> in the damn throat, <laughs> I would have been the bad person. That's that, what kills me.
0: I know. That's, that's one of my struggles in this uh, town, too, is... You know, I'm I'm you I have a I have a voice, I have an opinion, and I don't filter it and it's not always necessarily a good thing in this town, but you know what? I'm not from here and I don't give a shit. You don't like me? I don't give a shit. Go fuck yourself.
1: I like you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I don't have any family or reputation to, you know, lose or alter in this town. I don't really care. Right. Um but like, you know, Being in bigger cities, nobody knows who the hell you are except if they're your friends and family. That's the only way they know who the hell you are or give two shits about you. (laughs) Right. It's kind of nice in certain ways.
1: Well, my favorite thing is like if you're out in public and, you know, someone like you, you always know when someone's staring at you because they're trying to figure out who you belong to, basically. (laughs) Is your grandpa so and so? I don't know. (laughs) Well, did your mom date so and so back in like the year before you were born? I don't know well who is your mom none of your damn business <laughs>
0: I don't do have you to want deal my... with any of that thank god <laughs> well
1: I know but sometimes I just want to be like Jesus do you want my firstborn and my social security mm-hmm. number to whoever at it yeah like I, I know who I am thank you we don't have to keep mm-hmm. having the conversation that you need yeah. to know who my family is
0: yeah exactly um, you know I, I think that's where I have the advantage coming from a big city where that's where my family and everybody still is and then coming to a small town, there is no, there's no baggage anybody can pull up. There's nothing. And nobody knows my family, nobody knows anybody except anybody who I'm friends with now here. That's kind of like a really nice thing and I think coming to a small town later in life or not being from that small town is actually a benefit and it kind of isolates you and protects you a little bit Cause there's not as much drama
1: and i completely agree with that like growing up here you know and it's really fun too because you hear someone go you know when someone does find out like who your family is who you're related to they're like oh well that son of a bitch did so and so wrong over ten thousand years ago cool <laughs> i have no idea who half those people are <laughs> but he would be your like great great twice removed uncle that married some <laughs> hooker from three towns over Nobody cares. (laughs) Jesus. You know, and then it just feels like it's a Hatfield-McCoy type of thing going on because somehow now you somewhere in this bloodline were related to this guy. And he did this guy's 3,000-year-old uncle wrong, but you, sir, are the problem.
0: (laughs) I know it's weird. I mean even people come up to me thinking that I like from here and know everybody and have no idea I've only been here for you know not quite three years yet Almost. and they start talking about people to me like oh and I'm like yeah I just I nod along because I, I really don't want to know the details I don't want to know who they're talking about I don't care
1: you know and that's like a really big point for me though is just the things that go on between families different families and like I said Your family could have done my family wrong 3 million years ago, like I said, but guess what? Living in a small town, somehow, some way, that is going to get brought back up, and guess what?
0: You're still responsible for your family, dead or alive.
1: (laughs) I didn't even have the same last name!
0: (laughs) You're still associated.
1: (laughs) By blood. (laughs) Yeah,
0: doesn't matter small town. It was bullshit. They're bullsh- coming after you.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> expecting like another lynching to start in this town in like 3 days or some shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just saying. I know. Seriously. I could see it happening. It's crazy. It's nuts. I mean, I I like it for the most part. Um except kind of now that, you know, the pen, I mean the pandemic's still here, life's not going to change, but it I don't know. It just I don't know it's just slower it's calmer for me I like it I think it's cool
1: and I can see like you know I like that you say it's calmer for you not growing up here mm-hmm. but like I, I had to stop somewhere the other day running and in this small town the bar owner is always at the bar that's just how it works here <laughs> you know <laughs> the bar owner is like haven't seen you in a while I've been busy mm, too busy to stop here yep
0: I've been in AA instead. Right. <laughs> that's what you we say. We both know that's a lie.
1: <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, like, <laughs> in the small towns, if they haven't seen you for a while, even something, since things have slowed down, mm-hmm. they're still waiting for you to come back.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. They're keeping a list mentally. Yeah, they haven't like, seen in a while.
1: Yeah, they're like, Mm, I haven't seen so-and-so mm-hmm. lately.
0: Yeah, what bar have you been hanging out in?
1: That's what it feels like. I feel like they're judging me. Why like, why you
0: not been in this bar? Where you
1: been? Hmm? I haven't seen you. Are hmm? we not good enough here now for you?
0: I think for the most part, most of them do. Like, the bar owners around here, they kind of they they hop around different bars and restaurants, and they're they kind of share the love. They go in other places and buy, you know, all the owners and employees their drink or something. It's kind of cool.
1: Well, yeah, and they do, and I really appreciate that. But it just seems like sometimes when they notice that you haven't been around for a while, yeah. they're coming after you.
0: Yeah, go live in a big city. Nobody even fucking knows who you are. And I'm Unless you go in there that. every day and you're an alcoholic spending, like, 50 bucks a day. The bar manager or owner has no idea who you are. And half the time, the person who owns the bar has never even been in the bar in, like, the last 10 years. So, Or not 10 years, but I'm exaggerating. But... They usually don't even work the bar.
1: So it's the complete opposite of Complete opposite yeah
0: complete opposite. They have no idea who you are. I mean unless you're friends with like a bartender and they know you then they'll be like oh hey otherwise they have no idea who the hell you are.
1: But you know it's complete opposite here because if you go in a bar here you're like oh yeah we went to high school together pretty sure we did something together. Oh I seen you like three hours ago you know it's
0: yeah, I ain't got any of that shit. People just know who I am, and it's nice for people to recognize you and say hi by name. But I haven't... See, like I said, I have no baggage. Yeah, there's well, no There's no baggage from back here, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, well, I'm sitting there like... It's like I'm somebody who I was, you know, had a one-night stand with or something. I mean, that could be my future, but I doubt it in a small town and being gay. Right. It's not going to happen.
1: And I walk into a bar, and they're like, go ahead, do something wrong. We're mm-hmm. telling your grandma, your mama, your auntie... Everybody.
0: Bitch, stay away from my boyfriend. Oh god. (laughs) Like don't even
1: look at don't look in his direction.
0: Daggers in their eyes looking at you.
1: Like this that's
0: bitch, back off.
1: (laughs) Long story short, it is not easy growing up in a small town.
0: I would not want to have grown up in a small town. I like that I grew up in a huge city and you know I mean my little neighbor my little part of Chicago. People knew you, the, you know, the parents on the street knew you, your friends' parents knew you, but like people three blocks away didn't know who the hell you were. I mean, you know, they weren't up in your business, not up in your (laughs) Kool-Aid. So it was kind of cool. I mean, I liked it. And now coming to a small town where it is a little clicky, but you can make some good friends and, you know, make some lasting kind of acquaintances slash friendship or relationship things. Until they annoy you and you say something wrong and then they get pissy and they don't want to talk to you anymore.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. I get that.
0: Because I hear that story a lot too and I'm just like, go ahead and and get pissed at me and not want to talk to me. That's one less person I got to deal with making ham or you know, making small talk with. There you go. I couldn't fucking find my words again.
1: But uh, in this town, like you can be mad at someone and like three weeks later you guys might be best friends again
0: exactly yeah
1: or it's gonna be a lifelong <laughs> grudge and your sixth generation babies will be hating each other like I said it's basically yeah. like living in the story of the hatfield and mccoy's like don't let your don't let your family get into shit man nice but, but you know what else you know like you brought up the whole uh with the pandemic and everything right now
0: Mm-hmm. So, we're going to move on to a new topic. What's our topic?
1: Oh, COVID. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, COVID? <laughs> I'm, like, choking on my own spit. I know I had to
0: stop talking about some of that stuff, because I'm like, no, that's what I'm going to talk about next. So. And I'm, like, commingling my conversations.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So, COVID.
1: Bitch. What the fuck? Like, just, look, I know everyone has different opinions on this. And. I know some of the opinions are a little out there, maybe. Some might not be even out there enough. But let's all be nice about it. And maybe if everybody would get their shit together, just putting that out there, maybe, just maybe, it would go away. (laughs) (laughs) Wash your damn hands.
0: That ain't going to happen anytime soon. Never going to happen. This is a new way of living for at least the next year. We got to get over it and deal with it. It's I will happen. go
1: on a freaking killing spree.
0: No, that's why I've discovered day drinking. It calms your nerves.
1: <laughs> we became day alcoholics during full shutdown.
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, no shit. That was fucking scary. I I had looked in my recycle bin because I hadn't taken my recycles out for like two weeks. And between... Uh, the other people in our circle and here there were five empty jugs from vodka
1: (laughs) yeah there were and that was
0: about two to three weeks and i was like holy fuck yeah i don't drink that much anymore now because that was fucking crazy as shit
1: what are you saying? That we uh, might have had a problem?
0: Yeah, I never knew what day drinking was until fucking COVID shut down. Please? I had no idea. I mean, I've always drank. My family's Irish; they're all drinkers. But I never, I would, I would have never fathomed having a drink before dinner. <laughs> 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 so she's got like bug eyes, like she's a deer in headlights, because that was. <laughs> I'm sure people in your family like had a drink with breakfast sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, sometimes that just was breakfast. Not like if it was during the week during work, no. But yeah. like on the weekends when we were heavy drinking the night before, the first thing you did when you got up is you cracked another one.
0: What? Oh, God.
1: No, you just cracked it and it sucked. But you that know what? That was like
0: smoking in the morning. I could never do that. That's mm, disgusting. Breakfast ever. No, ugh. When I smoked, if I had a cigarette before lunch, I was sick the rest of the day it just it set my mood it fucked with my head i hated it
1: you weren't a good smoker then.
0: (laughs) no i was i was a very regimented smoker there were certain times i smoked and certain times i didn't
1: see and like with covid and everything smoking for me like i got really bad for a while i mean i was that
0: shit ain't fucking cheap
1: (laughs) no i was not proud of how much i was smoking they probably
0: spent just as much on booze that you spent on cigarettes.
1: Right. Like, it's not like we helped each other or anything.
0: <laughs> I know. Exactly. But, you know, it,
1: it was just really hard because, you know, for us, it was it, it would just sit home. Yeah. You were allowed to talk to people. Yeah. And, like, with us in our inner circle, like, we all knew we were safe.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But it, what did we do when we sat around? I mean, what, that one day it was, like, 1030, and I was like, you want to go get something to drink? Because we're bored, and it's not like we have anything else to do. Exactly. You know, I just, at this point, I don't know, like, what kind of gets me the most, like, day drinking, anything like that, dealing with the Karens. And you can sit there and tell me that you can't call people Karens, because guess what? I'm calling people Karens. Karens
0: are good. Karens not a naughty word
1: karens are bad don't be a goddamn karen during a pandemic (laughs) i don't feel like i should have to say that but
0: i know it's so weird and i mean even like um just the mask shaming that's happening it's just like seriously
1: are you talking about the mask
0: holes yeah well just people just being douchey about if they see somebody not wearing a mask you know what you don't know anybody's story you have no idea why they're not wearing a mask or why they are wearing a mask Mind your fucking business. If you don't like being near a person not wearing a mask, cross the fucking street or go back home and stay home.
1: Right, it's like. Just like
0: get over yourself.
1: Like, don't be like, oh my god, that person's not wearing a mask and now I'm gonna chase you down. Get in your face
0: mm-hmm.
1: and spew my germs all over you when I'm sitting know, here pulling down my mask to scream at you.
0: Yeah, I know, it's so stupid.
1: Like, why you gotta be. Such a damn jerk about it.
0: I know. What's that song, Why You Gotta Be So Shady?
1: Why You Gotta Be So Rude.
0: Rude. Oh, yeah. Why You Gotta Be So Rude? Yeah.
1: Why You Gotta Be So Rude? (laughs)
0: Hmm? Bitch,
1: fight me. Yeah,
0: I'm just, I'm, you know, it's like everybody's stressed. It's like, why do you gotta shame somebody? I mean, you know, where I work, people come in and they're just like, oh my god, I don't have my mask. And I'm like, it's fine. Just go sit down. You know, it, it, we don't have to be so strict about it. I don't necessarily always wear a mask when I'm out and about, but I've been around many people who have been tested. I know I'm not, I know I don't have it. I know I'm not asymptomatic because everybody around me would have it and they've all been tested with, you know, you've been tested several times because of your work. I have friends that have gone in for surgery. They've been tested that I hang out with. And, you know, I hang out with the same circle of friends and if we do venture off to the bar, if that bar gets more than, like, 15 people in it, that's it. I'm, you know, I'm walking out, well, basically. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there, and then I'll come back when people are gone.
1: <laughs> you know, and but we've done that. We've walked yeah. out of bars. <clears throat> because it's been like, okay, it's quiet. It's, you know, everything's still safe. Yeah. But... Then you get those people that come in. That's like twenty of them off the party bus, and they're like, "Shut for everybody," you know, shit like that. Like, come on.
0: It came unscrewed and just flopped out (laughs) onto my chest.
1: I mean, it still worked. (laughs) (laughs) Look, just, just come on, guys. Let's let's all be human, decent human beings about this. Mm -hmm. Because you know, you can sit here and be like, "Well, I've been safe." Yeah, you might have been. But your best friend might not have been and yeah. you know you go see your best friend and you're screwed
0: mm-hmm.
1: just be decent goddamn humans
0: yeah you can't just think about you and what you've been exposed to you have to think about the people you've been around that's the the unknowns that you may be bringing with you is anybody that you've been around who may have been sick in the last two days and you think oh they just had a head cold or something because that's what we usually think. When somebody's sick, it's not a big deal. We don't care. We know we're gonna get you're gonna get a head cold or the flu at some point in the wintertime, or if you're unlucky, you get the summer flu. And, you know, that has never been anything that scared us until recently.
1: Right. And you know, anymore though, people with allergies and shit like that, I feel so bad because it's like a witch hunt. Because <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> because you know you sneeze or something or you have a tickle in your throat from allergies, it could be a hundred things, and all of a sudden someone from like
0: allergies, sure
1: yes, allergies, but I'm just saying someone look at you instantly and they're like, "You got the rona
0: It's that pube stuck in your throat from last night
1: <gasps> <laughs> but that sounded amazing. <laughs>
0: Or gross all at the same time. <laughs> we'll have to go back and listen to it. I'm just saying,
1: some people might find that super sexy, other people might find that <laughs> super gross. Apologies in advance. Either way, I don't care. <laughs> Look, let's just all be decent humans. If you know, it's gonna be like that old uh, movie, high school musical. You know, the old song. Yeah. We're all in this together, goddammit. Exactly. Also, for all you Karens out there, if one more of you walks up to me when I am on my lunch break from work and tell me I should have a mask on, I am going to Karen you upside the head. Mm. I wear very heavy mask all day due to my profession. I swear to baby Jesus and whoever else. I will square up with you and fight you in a parking lot. Just,
0: you, should, you should have somebody at work take a picture of you in your full PPE and then we print it out and you, you hold you take it with you when you go outside on a stick and you're smoking and it's, you just you hold it up.
1: Like you see this?
0: this? This is why I'm like this right now because this is how I am eight hours a day.
1: Because you know what? It's hot.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean I Christ, I only have to wear a mask like three hours a fucking at a time. And that bothers the hell out of me. It's crazy. Right, and nice, I do it, whatever.
1: Right, and the nice thing is, you get to wear those uh, cloth ones too. Mm-hmm, still, yeah. I have to wear the N95s, and mm-hmm. if you haven't had to wear an N95, it's
0: like having a big dick down your throat all day,
1: while someone's <laughs> pinching your nose shut. Like that's what it is.
0: <laughs> Everything has to be dick and sex related in our podcast, so... I'm
1: starting to notice that. There's always that.
0: a little innuendo into anything like that, so...
1: Uh, you're gonna choke on it?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really weird
1: laugh, my bad. <laughs> I feel like I should go sit in the corner. Creepy now. laugh. <laughs> it's like a white girl laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, Jesus. I want to smack myself <laughs> for that terrible joke. <laughs>
0: All right, what's our next topic, Miss
1: Our next and last topic of Miss T. No, no, because then I'm going to start sitting here saying, like, I pity the fool. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants that. Anyways, our next topic is single, crushing, taken. What do we really want? Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, this kind of goes back for us, you know, talking about the whole, just trying to date again in general. You know, I feel like when you're single, you can be like, yeah, I can go out and do whatever the hell I want. Which you can.
0: Mm -hmm. Ain't
1: nobody stopping you.
0: Nope.
1: But, you know, then it kind of falls into the crushing thing. Like, let's say you have a crush on someone, but, you know, you're still technically single. Do you still go out and do whatever the hell you want, or do you kind of reel it in?
0: Yeah. No, yeah, I mean I most of my well, the last twenty two years I was in a relationship, so I have very little experience being single except when I was in my teens and early twenties to now. So it's 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 quite liberating and freeing to a point, and it's quite disturbing at the things you miss like you know always having somebody there or you know there's always that i guess i should well i don't know the just that comfort that security of that you know you have somebody there
1: well right and i could understand that and like you know but i guess for me like sometimes it's really hard too because like i can sit here and think of like wanting to get into a relationship and then i'm like Oh, that sounds like a lot of work. And that means someone's going to be around me constantly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm mentally prepared to handle that much like attention yeah. again.
0: I mean, the thing that I I mean, I get why a lot of the the gay community wants an FWB, friends with benefits. Well, I guess the 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 hetero the I, I just let's just say people in general, single people in general want an FWB half the time. I get that to a point, and I wouldn't mind that to a point, but it would have to be somebody like, almost like dating somebody and not getting anything serious, just having a loose dating relationship. Because going from somebody who had the safety and security of the same monogamous sexual partner, where I never had to worry about anything, to now it's like, um, yeah, I i'm a little intimidated by you know just hooking up because of all the shit that's out there i mean and not just aids you know every fucking std you can imagine is out there still and i don't want any of that shit i'm too old to have fucking dirty crotch screw that
1: well no and you know (laughs) like shit i'm 26 i'm still super cautious you know i can sit here and be like yeah i can hook up with anyone i can that's fine
0: yeah but there's risks.
1: There's a lot of risk, And here's mm-hmm. the thing. I'm going to make a super awkward conversation before we hook up, too, because <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, these are questions that people need to get used mm-hmm. to asking. You know, I've straight up looked at some and <laughs> been like, you clean? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> like, my first, like, date that ends in sex, I'll have a magnifying glass. Take your pants off. I need to look. <laughs> I need to examine. <laughs> Can you put your legs in my stirrups, please? <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a deeper look. <laughs> Okay, we're good to go. Let's go.
1: Wait, what was that?
0: (laughs) Is that a mole? Wait, wait, wait. No, that is not. Okay, that's You were born with that? All right. You sure? You're
1: like a hundred. Show me a picture.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You like start documenting their marks so the next time. Could you fucking imagine?
1: You know, I was on Tinder once and this guy was like, I'm not looking for anything serious. Maybe just, you know, an FWB. And I was like, you know, at the time, that's what I was looking for. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, but guess who started a super awkward conversation that he didn't want to have? Because he was like, Well, I mean, I've had stuff in the past. Okay.
0: Then you shouldn't be doing an FWB so freely on Tinder in a matter of hours.
1: Right. Well, and he was like, Well, it's not, you know, nothing's flared up right now, so Ooh. it's safe. I was like, That doesn't make it safe.
0: Pa- oh, sorry, gotta go. I'm getting a call.
1: Yeah, it was I'm one a volunteer
0: of the- fire. Person.
1: Yeah. Oh, beep 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 beep. <laughs> oh, that's no. the fire alarm.
0: Gotta go. See. Ya. <laughs> oh no!
1: The town's on fire. Bye.
0: See, that's my biggest fear. I have not hooked up with anybody since splitting. I so can't, it's been a while.
1: I'm not gonna comment on that one. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> it's just it, it's it's that unknown, that fear. It's like I, I, you know, being with somebody for that long, you know what you what to do yeah, how to do it you're full you, on you in know your each comfort other. Zone. yeah you're you totally know each other now it's like oh my god I have no idea if I'm even any good <laughs>
1: <laughs> they sh- oh, we should make a quiz like you know those old um like magazines like teenage girls would do the quizzes in them I bet we could make oh one god. for if We'd you're still to have good like at an sex
0: extra explicit tag on our on that podcast
1: I'm so in for this though Oh my God, I'm gonna write that down so we have that as an idea eventually. <laughs> Who should so I call it the sex quiz? Are you still good too, in bed?
0: That's too clean. Are you a dirty whore in bed?
1: Oh, I like that.
0: <laughs> or are you just a, a stick of oh no, Ooh, I don't.
1: Are you a chocolate swirly sprinkles on top? I would don't know where I was going with that. <laughs>
0: Are you a vanilla pound cake or a chocolate swirl pound cake?
1: Ooh, devil's fruit cake. Or fruit cake. What
0: the? Fruit cake. I don't know. <laughs> you fruit cake. You fruit cake. Devil's food cake.
1: Oh, I knew what I meant.
0: German chocolate.
1: Ugh. Better than sex cake. Now i not cake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with my sugar-free coconut vanilla latte.
1: I got some Dr. Pepper. Oh, God, I hate Dr. Pepper. Why are you always hating on me? Anyway, doctor
0: peepers. Can okay, let's get back to this. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> no, you know it's really hard. I think when you've been single for so long, you're trying to get out of your comfort zone. You're trying to find someone who is who is going to mesh with you well. And you have to remember that even though you've been single for so long, you have to remember that not everybody is either as cold hearted as you has been through the shit that. Um, yes, I'm talking about me. <laughs> You know, not everybody's been through the shit you've been through, so you yeah. can't always be like, oh, I gotta, I've, you know, hung out with this person once, well, this bothers me, this, bothers. you know, you, you can't be that person. Yeah, no. Because otherwise, guess what, you're gonna be single for the rest of your goddamn life.
0: I know, yeah, that's, you know, that, that, I'm, you know, along those lines, it's like, I have fucking standards now, and... I think they're probably higher than what they should be. I mean, I don't mean like in looks or anything like that. I mean, I'm no GQ model. I have a word. I have a a, a gut and, and tits. So You're right. That. We're not
1: GQ. We're Vogue.
0: Yeah, Vogue. This, um, but um,
1: <laughs> get dicked. You know, so, get
0: dicked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like you know, I have standards, and it's hard to let them go. So it's like you know, you kind of almost self-sabotage even just like some chatting with people on apps or online and stuff because you know you start asking those in those probing questions because it's like I don't think I want to be with somebody who is messy or has a shit ton of debt or doesn't have a decent job I mean I shouldn't say that I work part fucking time but I own a building I own a business so right did until COVID but
1: I guess for me like you know you can say Here's the thing, you don't have to have a decent job. At least have a goddamn job.
0: And no kids.
1: Seriously. <laughs> like, look, I'm 26. I am not meant to be a mom. You think I can handle being a stepmom? <laughs> the kid's gonna look at me once and I'm gonna be like, I don't know, here's some firecrackers, go have fun. I don't, shit, I don't know.
0: Or you come home in a drunken stupor and backhand the kid down the stairs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit, that was a kid. Dun <laughs> dun
1: oh, you all right? I got some firecrackers.
0: Or you're like some of the stupid ass things that I've seen on Facebook with parents and their kids and they're fucking getting drunk and their children are there and they're playing on the stairs with their kids and they're doing shots. It's like, are you fucking insane? I mean, put your kids to bed and then have fun, whatever. But I mean, seriously, I mean, I guess it's small town. I guess it probably happens in big city too, but... I mean, my mother, when she went to go out and party, she got uh, hired a fucking babysitter. Right. And went out and got drunk and came home. Uh, we were in bed. The babysitter put us to bed, and she came home drunk, slept it off, and we knew none, none none, the different. You know, well,
1: here's another thing, like, going, so being single, like, so for me, being female, you know, dating a dude, like, me having male friends, because, let's be honest, mm-hmm. I have a lot of male friends. Yeah. Because I can't deal with females,
0: crazy bitches
1: yeah because sometimes they start talking and i'm like oh my freaking god do you need a new tampon what is wrong with you why are you crying what happened you're watching a music video and you're bawling do you need something
0: (laughs) oh that's sometimes when tiff and i have gone out to a bar and one of her whiny friends shows up I like I, I go to the other side of the bar. Yeah, he'll <laughs> like, he'll actually
1: like, abandon me. I'm
0: like, there's no fucking way I'm gonna make this girl cry even harder than she is now. I'm gonna be like, bitch, take your hat out of your ass, pull up your big girl panties, and shut the fuck up.
1: You know, well, and I really mean, there's been females I've met where I don't even know who the hell they are, but they look at me and they're like, oh, yeah, so good. I'm yep. like,
0: you uh, dated for three days, and you're crying.
1: Right. I what was in love with him. No, you weren't. You were in love with the idea of him.
0: Call me after 10 years of being with somebody.
1: Right. Like, bitch, get the fuck out of my face.
0: Yeah. It's so stupid. Ugh.
1: But, you know, so being single, you can have the opposite sex of friends because there's no mm-hmm. one there to tell you no. Now, let's The same say, sex
0: is even more fun.
1: <laughs> God damn it. But, you know, jumping into a relationship, do you have to give up your friends?
0: No, if you do, then that's not the person you should be with.
1: Well, obviously, that's I'm just retarded. saying though. But you know, there are people out there that are like, well, oh. you can't hang out with so and so because so and so has a vagina. So and so has a dick.
0: Or one of your friends that you, you know, was like your other single friend, and you guys always went out, you know, all the time, and then all of a sudden they have a boyfriend and they fucking disappear off the face of the earth.
1: Right? Don't be that friend. That Still? is
0: so. Reti- I mean, you know that relationship's gonna fucking fail. I'm sorry. Right. When well, you, you know, obs- when you like, give 250% of your life and time to this newfound boyfriend or relationship, and then you abandon all your friends, do you really think your friends want anything to do with you later on when you're fucking sobbing and crying because he broke up with your clingy ass? No. I mean, come on. I mean, seriously.
1: Also, just because you said the clingy word, don't be fucking clingy. <laughs> I don't feel like I should have to say that all the time, but quit fucking being clingy. I've met men that are clingier than fucking women, <laughs> and it kills me because I, that is a huge pet peeve of mine, like, Jesus, like, yeah. I don't need to talk to you 24-7, No, I don't want to talk to you 24-7, because that no. makes me want to stab you,
0: yeah, I mean, it, even if you are, like, you're, like, you have that feeling, like, oh my god, I really like him, Blah. Even if you have that, you should not express that and fully immerse your life into that. Especially after like 12 no, hours of meeting? Well, yeah, even a week or a month is still, you cannot forget the entire previous part of your life to now focus on this one person because they are going to get tired of your ass after a couple of months because that's all you're doing is focusing on them And they no longer have a life now because they're having to spend it with you constantly
1: right and that's where you know going out and hanging out with your friends comes into play Mm -hmm. give yourself some goddamn personal space time
0: you never ever give up your way of always doing stuff I mean I was in a 22 year relationship slash marriage and I still went out and had fun with my friends I did things outside of that there was no way in hell I was gonna like I mean even if you're madly in love with each other you should still never have the exact same life where you don't do anything apart. You'll oh we'll no. eventually want to murder each other.
1: Like, you know, in the 10 years I was together, you know, I'll full on admit, I changed. I yeah. was not who I was when we first started dating. When we first started dating, I was this very like outgoing, independent, like she Hulk. <laughs> and then throughout the relationship, I just fell into such a bad groove That I just basically did what I was told at that point. Yeah. But now look at me. Now someone looks at me wrong and you see me jump out of a chair and I'm like, I will stab you from (laughs) over here. Like, I will fight you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll fight
1: a baby. Like,
0: (laughs) I mean, I, I mean, you know, I didn't have to worry for the entire time I had somebody, I was in a relationship and I, a lot of my friends were single on and off and they would like disappear for like, I mean, if it was, if it was fine, it was like a week and you were, dating and getting to know somebody the first week but as soon as it kept going into week after week it's like i'd send them a message or call and be like um have you given up your life do you not want your previous life anymore right because uh that's what's gonna happen you keep it up you're being way too clingy and all about this new person in your life and that is really stupid and asinine to do
1: right so let's jump into like having a crush on someone
0: I have no experience with that anymore. I have no idea what a crush even was anymore. I mean, I have no fucking idea.
1: But don't you remember, like, having a crush back in high school and, like, the butterflies? Like, what would make you get rid of a crush? Like, what would make you not want to have a crush anymore?
0: I mean, I don't even. I mean, see, that's the thing. When I was in high school, the the feelings that gave me those feelings were like oh my god no you because i wasn't out i wasn't i didn't come out until i was like 17. so any of those little crushes there they were like taboo and i never paid attention to any of those because i that's not it wasn't normal i was you know so i i mean i guess i probably had some i mean I don't think I've had one yet. I mean, I I don't know if you get crushes when you're older. I don't know. Maybe I'm being naive and stupid, but there isn't that perfect fucking fairy tale that you see in TV and movies that that everybody thinks they're going to get.
1: This ain't homework, bitch. Yeah,
0: I mean, it it is not. I mean, relationships are work. I mean, you may love somebody, but you're not going to look the other way all the time when, you know, bad shit happens or when you're not communicating, but... I mean, I've had a few, like, I mean, I I do vaguely remember a few, like, you know, guys in high school that I was like, oh, God, he's fucking hot. I don't think I had a crush because I never really interacted with them because that was kind of, like, taboo.
1: Right. Well, I think for me, like, you know, I agree with you. Like, when I was younger, I looked at a boy just because he made eye contact with me, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm in love. (laughs) No. Now that I'm older, like, I'm not going to say it's really a crush. Like, if I like someone, I like someone. Yeah. And I'll be honest, if I like you, I like you. Yeah. But let's all just be like fair to each other and realize, hey, like like I just said, this isn't Hallmark. You actually have to work for shit these days.
0: Yeah, I know. It's I don't. I mean, yeah. Would I love to have like a fairy tale meet some guy and you know we both have goo eyes for each other and we both click and it's like oh this is you know it's it's that happily ever after and you know a year later they propose to you bullshit I mean yeah I mean who doesn't want that fairy tale but I am realistic and know that that fairy tale isn't true shut up you want it bitch I
1: don't I shut up you don't want that fairy tale though you're
0: just trying to convince yourself no because
1: it's so unrealistic I I will because guess what (laughs) I don't want that fucking fairy tale I I want you know what I want I want a man to pull up on like a big ol' Harley or some shit. Yeah, that's my fairy tale. I'm not saying it's
0: like that love, sad, sappy story, but. Yeah, so.
1: We need better fairy tales in this world.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Hold on a second. I'll be right back. Keep talking, Tiff.
1: Okay, I'll just talk to myself then. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there is no such thing as a happy ending these days because. That's just not how it plays out. There's someone walking in our studio, so you're going to hear some background noise, y'all. Look, long story short, like I said, there's no such thing as a happy ending. There's no such thing as the perfect fairy tale. I don't care who you are or what you say. Life is not a stupid-ass hallmark picture. You know what it is? It's a goddamn volcano erupted, and you might get lucky to mix the, miss the lava.
0: Shh. Yeah, but your, your little hallmark, hallmark fairy tale is, you know, the dude on the bike and the tattoos.
1: Yeah, and you just whisk me away into the sunset, and then you know what happens? We get in a fight little... in three hours. <laughs> that's love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that, that is certain people's fairy tales. Okay, but... But that's what I mean when I say fairy tale. It's what you think. I mean, it's what your fairy tale is. It's not what TV or the media or a, a Hallmark movie tells you a fairy tale is, because that's different for everybody.
1: If I can find a guy with a great sense of humor that's just not a prick for like 15 minutes.
0: But how's a big prick?
1: Yes. Huge prick. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Then I will think about it. I want to be able to pull out a Magnum condom and him go, that's way too small. I want to hear those words come out of his mouth.
0: (laughs) Whatever, bitch. Just
1: touching the ground. You'd come up one day,
0: can you get rid of him? I can't walk anymore.
1: You gonna be mad that I'm passing along? No.
0: <laughs> I don't want him.
1: Well, what if I don't it's do th- sloppy
0: seconds of anybody.
1: What if his dick is like fucking huge?
0: There's too much dick. I, there is such a thing as too big of a dick.
1: I will agree with that. I'm just saying if it's dragging on the ground, y- y- that's too much. If you're dick.
0: popping your fucking jaw out every time you're trying to do something with it, what's the point?
1: uh to be fair i actually have a, that little hinge in my jaw i can actually pop it out without trying to put something big in it
0: you, okay that microphone in front of you you can't get your mouth around it so but if
1: i tried really hard i could
0: <laughs> don't we don't need slime exactly.
1: <laughs> 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 anything else about our shit show no, of the day
0: i think we're pretty much done we're at our almost 50 minute mark so all right well boys i'm and done girls. i got nothing else to say bitch
1: oh fuck yourself mm-hmm. hey kirk yeah. get dicked
0: get dicked get dicked yeah. <laughs> till next time later bitch
1: bye well there it is you're welcome we are sure your minds are blown from all of our inside and worthless mind bending conversation
0: if you'd like to send us a message or join this crazy ass conversation email us at bitches at shady dot com. message us at our facebook page Or for you old fucking farts, call us at 304-745-SSTT. Bye, Felicia.